All right, thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders. This is the podcast where we highlight undiscovered talent. We're scanning Y Combinator, Pioneer, Product Hunt, Twitter, Indie Hackers, all these different networks to find really interesting founders and interesting projects and startups, and we feature them on the podcast before you've probably heard of any of them. And what's great about this is you get to follow along on their journey as they become more and more successful and say, I knew them when. So thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders, and let's get into our next founder you haven't heard of, but you will. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we're talking to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Richard McBeath, who is the co-founder, creator of Money Made. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Yeah, good, good. Great to be here. Yeah, great to have you on. I, As I was telling you before we started recording, this is a very timely episode as I've been thinking a lot more about investing over the last like six months or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just excited to dive into what you're working on. For people that don't know at all what Money Made is, you know, from, from the basics, what, what is Money Made? You know, I guess, what does it do for, for beginners? Yeah, yeah, of course. So look, quite simply, it's a discovery and comparison site um, for investments. So we have spent the last, you know, circa 18 months collating all the key information um, on those uh, investment platforms that uh, that are in the space and continually pop up um, and have sort of made it uh, designed it all pretty and, and made it simple to to navigate through um, those different uh, investment platforms so it's anything from sort of alternative investment platforms in you know in real estate in gold in fine art um, in oil in um, in loans um, so there's a there's about sort of 90 90 plus alternative uh, uh, investment platforms um, on MoneyMade that you can sort of search through. And then there's also um, your sort of trading platforms. So your Robinhood M1s um, of the world. So before I dive into some of the details just about investing and just kind of questions that I have about some of the platforms, I'd love Mm -hmm. to hear just like, what was the reason you wanted to start this? You know, it's it's such a handy tool and there has to be, you know, a pain or a story behind the founding of, you know, this this awesome product. Of course. Well, look, I've been, uh, I've been in the sort of fintech space um, specifically for the last five or so years. Um, So working across alternatives um, such as crypto, um, you know, fine art, fractional ownership of fine art, um, and a number of other um, investment platforms. And uh, I broke out and started sort of consulting with these different, um, these in different investment platforms. And as part of the new business strategy, I was obviously sort of searching for these, for these businesses. And, and what I found over the course of time was there was so many that were sort of popping up and so, so much creativity in the market. But uh, it really just was born from a, a growing spreadsheet. Of, uh, of investment platforms that were in the space for me to reach out to and just discuss and talk with. Um, and, and as I said, after about sort of 18 months, I realized that I'd, I'd had thousands of data points across, you know, almost a hundred different platforms and thought this has got to be useful for other people who are, who are looking for investment opportunities, um, you know, that, that meet their needs and requirements. So 
So that's why we sort of started breaking it out and, and making it into a, an actual platform that, uh, that was easy for users to, to ultimately discover these investments. So let's say you were talking to someone on the earlier side of, you know, their investing, you know, experience, which is pretty much me. Like I've played with Robinhood. I've invested a little bit, invested a little bit in Republic, but like, I'm kind of like, don't know about, don't know how this stuff works very well. How would you say someone gets, gets the best use out of your platform? Is there like a way to find which, you know, which platforms could deliver the best returns? Is there filters? Can you kind of walk through the first time investor or early first time investor? How can they navigate your site to find good investing opportunities? Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and quite timely. Um, we've recently just, uh, just rolled out, what we're currently referring to as a, as a calculator. Um, it also could be called a questionnaire, um, which simply allows users to come onto Money Made, answer six sort of short multiple choice questions around sort of their risk tolerance, like how important is liquidity? So how, how important is it that you can sort of sell your investment quickly should you need, need the cash? Um, what sort of time frame are you looking at? Are you happy with, you know, five plus years? Um, how important is it that, that these investments, you know, pay out a dividend or interest? So it's sort of like passive income. Um, so you can answer these sort of six questions, um, you know, in, in 30 seconds or so. And that ultimately just collates a group of platforms um, that are most sort of relevant to, to what you've, um, the answers that you've provided. And it, and it sort of displays those. So it just works off exactly what you're looking for um, across those, again, those key, those key sort of metrics. And I, when I go to your site, I see there are, um, this is going to be such a basic question, but I figured yeah. I would ask because like I need to know at some point. So you have your target return, which is, um, you know, I'm looking at, let me just go to the, uh, let's just say uh, real estate. Uh, target yeah. return, 8.7% to 12% for fundrise, yeah. and you got 5% mm-hmm. for concrete. And then, Richard, you know, it, it, there's these target returns. Yep. Can you, so again, I know it's a basic question, but is this a return over like a year, an yes. average over your investment? What is, can you kind of explain just to a beginner, like what does this yeah. number mean and over what time frame? Of course. So, I mean, as simple as it, as it comes, it's an annual return. Um, so it's net of fees. It's what you expect sort of, or your target, sorry, in your, in your pocket after, um, after a year of, of investing. Um, so it's important with, with wording like this and, and how they, you know, across all platforms, um, investment platforms is, it's sort of not an expected return. It's a target return. So that can be based on like historical data or historical performance or for a lot of these newer guys, it's, um, it's based on their previous experience in the market. If the platform hasn't been operating for, you know, a full, a full year, but that's sort of what, uh, you know, ultimately what they're targeting to re- targeting to return to investors over the course of 12 months. And let's say you found a new platform, uh, you know, that they want, let's say that it's like, it's a hot company, like out of Y Combinator backed by mm-hmm. like the, like the, the credible people, but still new, like still, mm-hmm. still a new platform. Yep. How do you, like who goes ahead and decides what the, uh, the, um, the target return is, or is that yep. something that can't be decided until they do have a return for their first set of investors? Do you know how that works? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, I mean, look at, uh, it, it's, it's quite a, um, 
it's a point that is often like discussed heavily internally at these um at these different uh at these different businesses because obviously you can't sort of promote um untrue or unrealistic expectations on on these things so there's often a number of like terms and conditions that go around these target returns however as you said if a business hasn't been operating for a full 12 months it's i mean it's very standard and and, and commonplace that the people involved in these businesses in these investment platforms have been working in the space for years or decades so they ultimately their sort of target returns are based on extensive experience in the space so if it was say like a farm investment in in farm together for instance i think they've been operating for you know roughly 18 months um it's a longer term horizon longer term investment with um with the with an asset class like that however the team sort of combined has you know 70 or 80 years experience across different sectors within farm farmland investment so that's how they can provide at least a, a solid indication of, of what those returns are, are, are targeting. And another question on navigating the site. Um, I actually don't know if you're, you're able to answer this based on potential laws. So just tell me if you're not, but like if, is there a type of investment that if someone was early to investing might be like a better um well i guess this is this is the quiz like you have this quiz where it's like it's almost it, it, you tackle all these tendencies of these people then it tells yeah. you the perfect uh the perfect amount let's say someone was was high high risk let's say they for high risk and they were just investing you know like throwaway money like like money that if they lost you know it's 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 fine um yeah are you, what types of platforms on your site would like pop up there? Is that not necessarily how, how it works? And if not, can you kind of like educate me on how to think about that? Yeah, sure. It's, I think it's a, it's a, it's a tough question to answer because again, high risk to like to one investor is very different to another. Um, but, uh, but look, a lot of the, a lot of the platforms specifically like the loans space, um, you know, lending club, et cetera, um, allow you to essentially sort of invest in in much riskier loans with potential like higher upside. Um, whereas there's other platforms on on the site which are like lower risk but have sort of a you know a fixed annual um, interest payment or annual return. Um, you know, for for instance, the guys like Worthy, um, where you're essentially investing into these these bonds and they pay out five percent per annum. Um, it's compounded daily. Um, risk is, is, is relatively low, but you're getting this sort of fixed return. So again, it, it really does come down to, to the individual investor. And, and I would encourage anyone who's using money made to at least sort of go through the, uh, the, the calculator or the, the quiz that, um, that we just discussed to get an idea of, of what, uh, platforms could be more relevant to them just based on on their sort of again those those key those key metrics definitely um so a couple more questions for you uh more mm -hmm. so about like looking forward so you said you were in fintech um for, for quite a while before this you're now obviously still in fintech with with this product what are some trends that you've noticed things that you're happy that you're seeing happen in the industry that you think are going to be more relevant over the next five sure. to ten years yeah, definitely. Look, and, and again, money from money made standpoint, the platform is, you know, in, in this time of, of economic chaos um, and the public markets, you know, stocks and bonds 
just bleeding, you know, left and right. I think um, the alternative investment space is, is really going to shine like now and moving forward. And, you know, there's been constantly a lot of discussion um, and in all promotional material on, on all these alternative investment platforms, they talk about sort of portfolio diversification. So ensuring that you're not sort of 100% in anything, um, you know, you're not just putting your monthly savings into a, you know, um, a, a standard sort of index fund or, or just into the public markets. Um, so I think with, with this, this, the current environment and, you know, most of us um, having, having some sort of investment in, in the public markets, we're now taking a step back and sort of realizing that actually we should be diversifying. We should be going into assets that or investments that aren't correlated with the, the, the public stocks and, um, and bonds. So I can see that certainly from, from now and coming through this crisis, people will be a lot more open um, and, and sort of willing to, to dive into these alternative investment platforms purely as like a safe harbor and, and safeguard against a possible sort of downturn again, you know, within, within the next couple of years, few years, lifetime. Um, so I definitely see, see that coming. And also from like a regulation standpoint, you know, over the last few years, things have really loosened, um, to allow for, you know, new investment opportunities to, to be more sort of easily accessible to, to investors. And I think that the, the trend will, will definitely continue, you know, um, five years ago, it, it just wasn't a, uh, it wasn't a thing where you could invest in in fine arts, you know, it, fractional ownership in fine art from $20 a share in a, in a Monet or a Warhol, um, you know, and, uh, and there's just so much creativity coming out. I've, I've seen platforms now that you can invest and own a, a fraction of racehorses. Um, you can own a fraction of like, uh, you know, of all these different sort of real estate opportunities. So I think that um, as those regulations and rules sort of uh, continue to evolve. It'll just expose everyday investors to, to opportunities that were, you know, historically just reserved for the, for the ultra wealthy. Um, good example being, you know, VinoVest, for instance, you know, investing in a portfolio of fine wines. Um, like that was, you know, it's historically been reserved for the, for the affluent and they are opening up the doors for, again, everyday investors to, to uh, invest in an asset class that, again, is highly uncorrelated to the, uh, to, to the stocks, and, stocks and bonds. It's funny you said that. As you were talking, I was going to mention, have you heard of VinoVest? We actually had them on the podcast like three months ago. We, Anthony oh, was on the, yeah, they're, yeah, Anthony's a smart dude. Um, so it's funny you mention. Um, two more questions and then we'll wrap it up. Um, for people, I might have some, we'll, we'll see. Fractional ownership. What, what yeah. is fractional stocks? Can you explain what that is and how that's possible and how people are yeah, going definitely. about fractional stuff. Absolutely. And, and look, I was, uh, I'd spent some time as sort of leading the uh, marketing and growth for a company called masterworks, um, which allows you to own or f um, fractions of specific pieces of artwork. So how that worked was we would, uh, acquire a piece of fine art. So it could be a $6 million uh, Monet, a $2 million Andy Warhol, a you know, $1.5 million Banksy. Um, and fractional ownership is just a, a case of sort of slicing it up into, into pieces. And you are an equity holder 
in that piece of artwork. So you actually own a piece of the, a, a fraction of the, the artwork. So in order to earn returns, specifically in Masterworks case, when the painting is like resold, um, you'll sort of make whatever the difference is. So if the painting's appreciated, you'll obviously make the difference there. Um, so, so again, like I said, the, the government has made it easier for, for, uh, for companies to allow for this fractional ownership um, by essentially sort of allowing, allowing these companies to offer mini IPOs. So that's kind of like how it's, how it's seen. It's like a mini IPO that you can come in and, and purchase almost stock in these, in these assets. So there's a very, very new asset class. Um, well, well, technically it's old, but it's only been active recently in income share agreements and yeah. ISAs. I'm curious, yeah. is that, is it, what do you think about ISAs? Is, are they on your platform or is that like a different realm of investing? It is a new concept. So how do you think about that in regards to uh, money made? Yeah, definitely. And, and as you said, it is, it is new and it's new to me as well. Look, I was, um, I was speaking with the guys at Edley that, uh, that offer this exact, um, you know, investment opportunity just, a, just a couple of weeks ago. Um, and they seem to be making like really, really exciting progress. Um, but, uh, but again, you know, just like so many of these new asset classes, you know, I'm also playing catch up with, you know, every day there seems to be a, a new offering or new new opportunity to invest in an asset class that I just wasn't aware of and, and wouldn't uh, we sort of didn't fully understand and, and I'm constantly learning myself and and I think that's what's so sort of exciting about you know money made for for me and and hopefully for others is that you know ultimately it it takes some serious time to to really understand how these offerings work and and you need to dive into the offering memorandums terms and conditions a lot of the time just to understand what, what we would see is the basic information that you would need to first know before even considering the investment. Um, so we do a lot of that legwork and, and try to, you know, really display it in a, in an easy, easy to use and easy to digest way on, on money made to allow users to at least sort of um, grasp the, the basics of what the investment opportunity is and, and should it sound um, relevant and, and interesting to them, then, you know, off you go and, and explore it further and, and ultimately sort of, you know, invest if it works for you. Yeah, I love that. It's definitely brings the barrier down, it seems like. Um, for my last question, um, mm -hmm. we'd love to hear about the, the future and the vision for Money Made. Yep. If you had to look out, you know, 10 years, 15 years, however long out you want, what does your platform look like? What is it doing? And, and what's the big vision? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I mean, look, let's start with sort of like the next 10 days um, because we've, we've basically created something that we're really excited about. Um, and we are, we're, we're now integrating with um, like bloggers and financial publications. Um, we've created a widget for, for Money Made. So essentially the experience that you have on moneymade.io um, on these different blogs and these different uh, finance, uh, financial publications, you now have the same experience on their site. So the widget is published on their site. So we're getting a lot more exposure now. Um, a lot more people are, are using the, the tool and the platform. Um, and, and that to us is, is really exciting. Um, and, you know, for, for us, it's, a, it's probably a case of expanding like 
out of the predominantly out of the US. So looking at some other markets, um, the feedback and response, you know, certainly here in the in the US in these early days, from from our standpoint, has been phenomenal. Like the it's been really positive. People are discovering investment opportunities and and sort of moving ahead with things that they would have never had access to or at least known existed before, and that's exciting for us. Um, but a lot of the the feedback internationally. Um, or those that uh, you know aren't in the U.S. have said, "Look, can we either can we add our our investment platform, or you know, is there a way to get some some platforms up from from our country?" Um, so so definitely expanding into different markets, and and also, you know, the whole the whole sort of uh, idea around money made, um, the name came from the fact that we want to sort of open up opportunities, open your eyes to opportunities to, to, to ultimately, you know, grow the money that you've already made. So whether it's investing or trading. And so we will expand into to other areas to help users, um, you know, really put their money into, into better use than a, you know, a, a super low interest savings account, for instance. There's just other opportunities that you can explore that are, you know, either just as safe or close to that will ultimately earn you sort of, you know, much, much higher return. So that's our ultimate vision um, is to, is to bring it to the world and ultimately just help, uh, you know, help users grow, grow the money that they've made. And what's an ask that you have for the community uh, for the forward thinking founders community? Is there something that we can do to help to make that vision come true and make it happen for, for the, tr the true final question. I know I've said that a couple of times, but for the actual <laughs> final question, how, uh, how can we help as a, as a listener community? Yeah, sure. I mean, look, we are always open to and love to hear feedback on the user experience and the site itself. So if you have thoughts on how we can sort of improve, improve that, then like do not be shy, good, bad or ugly. Um, send that through. We're also, as I said, in the process of very much working with different financial publishers and, and bloggers and excited about getting the, the widget out there. So, of course, like if you are a, a finance blogger or, or have a sort of a, site, a website that, uh, that is relevant for, for the topics that we've discussed and for money made, then, you know, obviously reach out. But, um, but yeah, any, any feedback or thoughts is, you know, is just brilliant. All right. Well, I like what you're working on a lot. I'll probably be a user, a pretty heavy user in the near future, just because I, it's it's something that has interested me recently. And just yeah. congratulations on a, a great product and best of luck moving forward. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into that episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. And luckily, there's another one coming up real soon. But before then, I have a couple things to tell you. First, if you're listening to this and you think you're working on something cool or you think you're smart, hit me up on Twitter. I am at Matt underscore Sherman, and that is Matt with one T. So hit me up, shoot me a DM, and I'm happy to check out what you're working on and maybe we can get you on the pod. But at the very least, I'm happy to give you feedback on your product or project or startup. Lastly, if you can please rate this podcast in the iTunes store. That would be awesome. I'm trying to get up in the rankings so more people can discover these awesome founders. And the only way to do that, or one of the ways to do that, is growing with rankings. So if you like what you're listening to, please just go onto the iTunes store, give it five stars or four, you know, or three. I'm not going to tell you what to give, but just tell whatever I deserve, you should rate that. With that, I'm signing off. 
See you next time. Bye.